following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are back live across Michigan. Roadshow with our affiliate WHTC. We're in Holland on the campus of Hope College. Busy sports weekend tonight. The number two D3 volleyball team in the country. Hope will take on Wheaton, 7 p.m. at DeVos Fieldhouse. Gates will open up at 6 p.m. You can buy tickets at the door there. Also, Peter Sturzma and the Flying Dutch football team. They are 2-1 on the season. Tough schedule to be 2-1 is pretty cool. They're at home on Saturday here at Ray and Sue Smith Stadium. Noon will be the kickoff against University of Minnesota Northwestern. want to thank Alan Babbitt, Brad Bocamp, and the crew. Uh, They're always first class. Everybody that I met, uh, Stefan, Hannah, and also Dan Evans, mornings on WHTC, a big part of the Holland community, as is Hope College. If you want to join in, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. In a moment, Anthony Broom uh, will join us from the Wolverine.com. We're also getting some NFL noise uh, out of Chicago uh, with some of the breaking news. I know Justin Fields is calling out the coaches uh, earlier today. Uh, you're getting uh, reports that. Uh, according to sources familiar with the situation, both Hallis Hall and Allen Williams' home have been raided in connection with an undisclosed incident. Allen Williams' home was raided Sunday night, and the teams, or after the teams' uh, week one loss, Hallis Hall was raided uh, this morning. I think uh, have the Bears fired their defensive coordinator? He resigned. He resigned. Okay, so that's the latest. Uh, that we're getting there. And then you got Justin Fields was saying it's the coach and the way they're playing. So, yeah, uh, you know, Lions issues don't seem too big on whether or not you're questioning a coach going for it. I will say uh, the Lions injury list is absolutely crazy. And again, you know, but their depth, I did say this uh, this summer that they do have depth at every position, but when you go past ones is when you you have to, as a staff, have to step up and get it done. And that's what Dan Campbell and his staff have done after horrific starts the first two years. That's why Atlanta is a must-win. You cannot lose to Atlanta and let the Falcons go to 3-0 and and you're going to be 1-2 and and you're actually chasing Atlanta maybe for a wild card spot, it's a must win. I don't care about the injuries. They, Brad Holmes in the front office have provided depth. You know, if you had Goff gone, I might say okay. But to me, when I look at the situation, this tells you you even have to be more wide open on offense. You have to. You have to take more chances with your linebackers and your defensive line to get after a quarterback. You have to. And for some reason, they didn't do that until they were down big. 
against Seattle. They didn't do that. I was there. I'm like, what are you doing? And the injury list doesn't look good. Uh, Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, I retweeted one of his columns where, you know, I, I think the pressure's on the Lions, and it's Atlanta, and it's not hyperbole, and I'm not trying to hype it up. They need to go take care of business. They cannot lose back-to-back home games with this rabid fan base and the expectations. They, they cannot do that. That's it. End of story. They, they cannot lose back-to-back home games to, yeah, Seattle could be a playoff team again. I get that. And Atlanta can happen. Yeah, four things he learned from the Lions-Seahawks uh, film study. I shared that story. Also, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown, a toe injury. Gosh. Uh, I, you know, injuries would be a legitimate excuse, <laughs> you could say, uh, for Sunday. But it wasn't the case going into Seattle. I just please don't let this unravel. That's it. Do not let it unravel right before our eyes. Because we've been down that path. And that's why I haven't used the phrase same old lions. Okay. Don't let it unravel. Uh, I, I'm looking at. What, uh, Jeremy Reisman, prior to Detroit, we talked to him. This was the list I was looking for. Lions not practicing today. David Montgomery, Amon Ra, St. Brown, Taylor Decker. Vitae, Emmanuel Mosley, and Kirby Joseph. Mm. Oh, and then here's a quote from Dan uh, Widerer. Justin Fields acknowledges he has been playing too robotic. Then bit the pin off the grenade and rolled it into the building with his explanation for why he believes it is that way, quote, coaching. There you go. And now you get raids and, my Lord. Then Jeremy shared a story. Despite criticism, Lions coach Dan Campbell's in-game decisions lead the NFL in win probability added over expectation. Hmm. Again, you can play the analytics, or I look at scoreboard. And big, big sign on Ford Field says grit. Grit to me isn't playing for overtime. That's my huge opinion, and I'm sticking with it. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joins us. Michigan, their first true test of the season. Hard to believe we're saying that when it's Rutgers, but it is Rutgers. He's standing by in the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man? I'm doing well, ready for actual Big Ten games. Uh, the last three weeks were kind of like sitting in the dentist chair, honestly. Yeah, because you, you can't get a read on this team, and I get Hardball was suspended, and we got the interim coaches, and I don't think that had any effect on this team. It's not like Hardball is a fiery Nick Saban type of guy. Uh, he's kind of cerebral at times, and other times fired up. Uh, if you had to gauge the first three games, which were like preseason NFL exhibition games that I said before they started, what did you like about the first three games and what concerned you from those first three games going into their Big Ten opener this weekend against Rutgers? Yeah, first and foremost, I mean, I'll start with Jim Harbaugh and the fact that I think we learned more about what he brings to this team when things weren't especially going well last week as opposed to 
when they are humming because we know they have the talent. We know they have a great staff full of assistant coaches that, that get these guys ready to play. But I really do think, especially when you look at some of the mistakes that J.J. McCarthy made last week, I think he missed having Harbaugh over on the sideline to calm him down, to pull him out of a bad play, and not let some of those mistakes uh, snowball. So for me, I mean, I think that's where you saw the value of what Jim Harbaugh brings to the table. And maybe also just that extra gear, that killer instinct just wasn't quite there. They were always going to win these games by multiple scores. And, you know, I think for the most part, a lot, some of the struggles have been kind of made out to be a little more than what they were. The fact of the matter is that, you know, in, in all three of these games, the starters played pretty much three quarters, took care of their business. It, it wasn't pretty by any stretch. There were some mistakes. There were points left on the field. There were a couple turnovers on down, a couple untimely, uh, you know, things like that. But, you know, overall, um, I didn't really see anything in those first three games to dispel any of the things that I think I know about this team. Uh, but also, yeah, you want to see them be a little more dominant. You want to see them hit that extra gear. But, um, you know, I think now the schedule kind of kicks up like a dimmer switch. And it's been about week four, week five, the last few years where we've seen them start to hit their stride, start to come into their own. And, you know, when you look at Rutgers this weekend, like them or not, they are well coached and they will be physical. I don't know if they have the horses to hang with Michigan at the end of the day, but they played them tough kind of the last 12 quarters between those two teams. I know Nebraska isn't good, but still going on the road and winning in this conference in some of those tough atmospheres is still you know, something commendable. So uh, they'll have that in the next few weeks after this weekend in Nebraska and Minnesota. So not a whole lot that I really learned from the non-conference. Maybe some clarity on the end, some question marks moving forward. But I think we're going to start to find out what this team is in these next two to three weeks. Anthony Broom from the Wolverines.com joining us on the huge show across Michigan, Michigan and Rutgers on Saturday at noon. One thing that, you know, you need to step back and take a deep breath if you're a Michigan fan. You look at Georgia was trailing South Carolina at halftime at home. Michigan is still number two in the country. Texas uh, had their struggles, and they do have that signature win at Alabama. They're at number three. Florida State had to hold on against Boston College. Uh, USC, their offense looks fantastic early. Ohio State, I think their defense is better than their offense right now. Penn State is that lurking game, and that's down the road at Penn State for Michigan. But I do like the way Penn State is playing. But a lot of these situations are similar. When you look at Georgia, when you look at Ohio State, Penn State, you're introducing uh, new quarterbacks. I loved how Washington looked. They look like a Final Four, if not potential national championship team. Not sure uh, about that defense, but offensively, right there with USC as the two best offenses in America. Notre Dame, methodical, undefeated 4-0. Oregon can roll up points. So, yeah, there's your top ten. But Michigan is number two, and we're sitting here you know, wondering what's going to happen against Rutgers, Anthony? Are we crazy? I don't think we're, I don't think anyone's crazy. I think the difference, is, you know, you can you can kind of forgive Texas for having a, a bit of a lackluster performance when you saw them go to Tuscaloosa the week before and handle their business. You know, when people see that Michigan came out of a non-conference stretch where they weren't challenged at all, uh, honestly, they could have played better. They played maybe B minus B football. Um, overall, maybe a little bit worse than that for the offense in that last game. But 
Um, you want to see your team get tested, and you want to kind of find out what you are. And that's kind of the blessing and the curse of non-conference play is that no one – I mean, the curse of it is no one plays anyone anymore. And, you know, in Michigan's case, the way that this schedule is shaping up now, I mean, I don't know if they're going to play a team that makes a bowl game until they go to Penn State. So, really, it's just a matter of, of how it looks. Um, you know, you want to win the game first. But, you know, also you want to be dominant and you want to you know, show that you have that next gear because, um, you know, champions find a way to just put teams away and, and, and hit the accelerator. And, um, you know, you don't want to develop a habit of just kind of coasting through. And, yeah, we should win this game anyways. And, you know, so we'll just kind of ease off and make sure our guys are healthy. Um, you know, it, it's time for this team to show – I won't say a little more fire, but I want to see more of that killer instinct, more of that that trait that we've seen from them the last couple of years. And I think that having Harbaugh back, uh, there's already, I can tell you with confidence, there's a lot more juice in that building this week. I think guys are ready to go. I think that you get a couple of, of guys who have kind of been banged up. You get them back for conference play. So it's it's go time now. This is when we need to start seeing you know the the bones of what, this football team is going to be because honestly there's there's not a whole lot to glean from that first month of the season a common theme though anthony uh last year same thing i mean uh really with harbaugh outside of when jj was coming in as a backup everybody's complained that they're not burying teams and i think a lot of that comes down to plain and simple sports gambling in the state of michigan and the michigan fans are betting with their heart and they're up set games aren't 58 to 10 but with the new clock setup. Uh, similar to the NFL and college football, uh, smart teams. Bowling Green did it. Um, Shiano's done it with Rutgers. They're going to milk the play clock. They're going to stay in games. They're going to get other teams nervous when they they know they don't match up uh, man-to-man with talent. I mean, that's just a reality here. But I'm stepping back and saying, okay, it begins with a Big Ten game against Rutgers. Let's see what they got. What's Harbaugh bringing to the table? If they struggle, then there'll be a different conversation next week. Yeah, and and to be honest, they could still struggle. We've seen it in week four of the last two years. Rutgers came in two years ago and really took Michigan a forced fumble late to put them away in that game. Uh, Maryland came in after non-conference last year and, and – didn't quite take Michigan down to the wire, but that was a one-score game when it was all said and done. So you might see that. And there might be some, you know, as, as kind of – there's always those non-conference overreactions. But if Michigan, you know, looks flat to start this game Saturday, people are going to start wondering what the heck is going on with them. And like I said, for them, I think really it's those two road games coming up against teams, quite frankly, that they, they should dominate and – and do it pretty thoroughly against Nebraska, against Minnesota, but you still got to do it on the road. You still have to do it when, when, you know, you're going to be thrown off schedule. You're going to be thrown off by the crowd, things like that. So um, just win Saturday, first and foremost, win and stay healthy, uh, but it's still a conference game. And Rutgers is three and oh, I know they, you know, they carry the stink of what their history has been like, but um, they're playing some pretty good football right now. And it hasn't really been fluky either. They've been, fairly dominant they can run the ball um and again some people will take issue with the the insinuation that michigan might struggle but you know i think this is probably a better Rutgers team than michigan's seen the last few years and quite frankly they've struggled with them for portions of the last couple years so we'll see what happens they'll they'll be tested um the game that they had against bowling green i kind of thought would be what, what would wound up happening against Rutgers. so i mean the hope is now that 
you come in a little more refocused. You, you come in with your humble pie, so to speak, and you start winning and attacking from there. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Rutgers compete this weekend at all. Anthony Broom, uh, you can follow Michigan football and everything, University of Michigan Athletics 24-7 uh, with Anthony Clayton Safey, uh, Chris Ballas, Doug Skeen, and the crew at TheWolverine.com. Anthony, appreciate your opinions. We'll talk Monday and look back at the Michigan Rutgers game. Sounds great. Thank you for having me. All right, Anthony Broom checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Roast Umber uh, is a craft coffee uh, roasted uh, in Grand Rapids. Uh, beans come in from Central America, uh, available uh, at your local retailer. You can order up uh, coffee for your home or business at RoastUmber.com. And the Nitro Cold Brew in a Can is the ultimate wake-up drink any time of the day. No sugar or additives. Look for the Nitro Cold Brew in a Can at your local store or online at RoastUmber.com. That is RoastUmber.com. We're live here with our affiliate WHTC in Holland on the campus of Hope College. Great conversations uh, today with Peter Sturzma. Also had a chance uh, to talk with senior setter Olivia Feebing out of Traverse City uh, for Hope College Volleyball, ranked number two in this week's American Volleyball Coaches Association NCAA D3 rankings, 8-0 to start the season. Undefeated three tournaments are at home tonight. Their home opener, 7 p.m. in Holland at DeVos Fieldhouse. Tickets can be purchased at the door beginning at 6 p.m. tonight. And then Peter Sturzma and Hope College football, 2-1 and one after defeating nationally ranked Mount St. Joseph of Ohio, 40-35 last Saturday. They'll be at Ray and Sue Smith Stadium Saturday at noon. Taking on University of Northwestern Minnesota in Holland this Saturday at noon. And those tickets can be purchased at the gate. What time the gates open? 11 a.m. Alan Babbitt tells me. Brad Bocamp, who's the head of IT. We call him Brad Knows Everything. Thank you for your help. So 11 a.m. gates will open up. Hope College, Peter Sturzma. And the Flying Dutch taking on University of Northwestern Minnesota. Noon kickoff on Saturday here in Holland. And if you're into volleyball, check out the second-ranked program in D3 Volleyball. Uh, the Hope Women tonight at DeVos Fieldhouse, 7 p.m. Those gates could open up here at the top of the hour. Now, if you've missed any of our conversations this week, Lions, Michigan State Story, uh, Hope College, and more, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule when you want to. Free podcast, simple and easy. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. In the den. Hey, sports.
sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. The Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. One of the many things the Tigers needed this year was improved power. After having a league low 110 homers last season, Detroit has over 150 this season, and it's spurred by players like Spencer Torkelson, Kerry Carpenter, and Jake Rogers. Torkelson will undoubtedly hit 30 this season, most by a Tiger in his 23-year-old season since 1987. Carpenter has over 20 in his first full season, and Rogers is already just the seventh catcher in Tigers history to belt 20 or more in a campaign. More pop will be needed next year by this trio and others, including the young up-and-comers from the minors. But this is an encouraging building block for 2024 and beyond. Huge here for my good friend, Matt Golden. Now, he's the CEO and GM at the Tullymore Golf Resort. They're in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids. And fall golf is here, and they have some huge deals you can take advantage of on stay-and-play packages, tee times, and more. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. That is TullymoreGolf.com. Also, if you want to book a Christmas party for the holidays, you want to squeeze in a business meeting, with some golf and great food and beverages. Matt Golden and his team can take care of you right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're also booking big groups who want stay and play packages, or maybe you just want to look ahead to the perfect weekend in 2024. Remember, Tullymore is less than an hour north of GR in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Book your stay and play package or get more info now at TullymoreGolf.com. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show across Michigan. Our road show is with our affiliate WHTC in Holland. We're on the campus of Hope College inside the beautiful Jim Hearing Athletic Center, which houses everything uh, Hope College football. I'm looking at Ray Smith Stadium. Be strong, be true on the press box. Hope 2-1 and one this season, a very tough three-game 
uh, start. Uh, they do kick off MIAA play September 30th at Adrian for our listeners on 96.5 The Cave in Adrian. Dylan Clem is a senior right guard from Stevensville, Michigan, Lakeshore High School in the southwestern corner of the state. He's a civil engineering major here at Hope, two-time All-MIAA selection, second team as a junior and as a sophomore. Hope ranks 26 right now in NCAA Division Three and leads uh, the Michigan Intercollegiate Athletic Association at 222.3 rushing yards per game. I know that makes Coach Terzma happy, and a big part of that uh, top rushing attack is Dylan Clem, a senior uh, out of Stevensville Lakeshore. How you doing, my man? Good, 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 good. All right, uh, the experience uh, here at Hope before we get to football. Uh, from the day you uh, came up the lakeshore uh, from, you know, the Benton Harbor, uh, Stevensville area uh, to where you are today here in Holland. What's it been like you off the or what's it been like for you off the field? Yeah, I mean, um, coming to my visits right away, like hope was a place I wanted to be um, like you, you, you go all around campus, uh, you, you go into chapel, you go to classes and like everybody just wants to compete. Everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to you know, get the A's in their classes and do those things. And that's never changed since I've been here. Since the first day I walked here um, and been around campus and hanging out with people, like everybody just wants to win and wants to compete. And that's just, that's, it shows in our sports. Um, Yeah. You know, the one thing in talking to Terrell uh, Harris uh, before our interview, and we'll talk to Terrell coming up uh, after you, that everybody seems really at peace here. Doesn't seem to be a lot of stress with the players. Yeah, two and one start coming off a Saturday big win uh, is important, but it's really more than football. Uh, the Hope College experience uh, yeah. seems to step up before the games, yeah. and, I, and I find that uh, a little old school, uh, a flashback, but in a good way. Yeah, I mean, I was just talking to Sturgeon legit two minutes ago about this. Like we have uh, twenty five, thirty guys all sit in the same spot at chapel each day. And that's just a place we get to go to. We get to hang out, talk, relax. And then, like, some of us will go to the klutz later and get lunch. And, yes, we're out here at practice today. We're out here. But, like, we, we get to do this together. We get to do this as a team. And, like, that, that's, that's what makes it fun. That's what makes practice fun when, like, those grueling days and you get, to, you get to do everything together, whether it's on the football field or off the football field, we're at class. Like, that's where, like, football gets really fun. You know, there's a, a journey here that I have seen from a distance at Hope College with all their athletes in all the sports that it becomes a personal growth journey from leaving a high school spiritually, academically, socially, and great coaching that makes you better in your sport of choice. And I'm talking on the men's and women's side. And I've seen this. I feel it when I walk through the doors every time I'm out here at Hope. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I came in as a freshman. Um, we didn't play our season my freshman year. But, like, the day I got here, I, I had seniors on the team pulling me in, pulling me in, saying, like, hey, this is how we do things. This is how you're going to do things. You're not going to walk through the grass. You're not going to cut corners in this program. And, like, now that I'm a senior now, like, I'm passing that on to our freshmen. Like, Jack Story was a transfer from Grand Valley. He walks in day one. His eyes are as big as can be. And all, all of our seniors just kind of huddle around him, pull him in. And, like, that's how you build a program, by bringing in your younger guys and saying, like, hey, we know you're going to play. This is how we do it. 
And that starts with Sturzma and you know, Coach Sturz, uh Peter Sturzma, the head coach at Hope College and his assistants uh, with the people here uh, at Hope uh, Culture. Uh, a lot of people say culture is overrated. I'll debate you every day of the week that teams with culture at any level, uh, high school, college, or pro, are winners. Yep. Not just based on the scoreboard. But that culture where people want to show up, whether it's NFL, go to work, a, a power five school, D2 school, an FCS school or a D3 school uh, like Hope, the culture wins. It really does. Yeah. Because there's no you don't feel the same pressure. You want to win. You guys would love to win every game you played. Right. Mm-hmm. But you feel you feel fulfilled in what you're doing in so many different areas that you can kind of relax and get after it. Uh, in football yeah I mean last week we had a speech from our defensive coordinator before the game and he just said you're feeling anxiety because you want to be great in like in what we're doing right but if we can fill each other up with like the things that we do as a team then there is no anxiety there when you're relying on your person to your left and right and that like that just that spoke to me and I spoke to our team and it and it probably was in their heads when uh, you're looking at the end of the game and Mount St. Joseph <laughs> is driving oh. and you're thinking you're going to, after a really strong first half, that yeah. no, you know, you've had a lot of games like that when I talk from the football side where you just haven't closed it out. And that's what I can kind of feel now. I could see Coach Sturzma walking with a different walk. I can feel it with uh, Terrell and you when you walked in. So uh, Dylan Clem, he really uh, is a snapshot of what it's like to be a Hope College Student athlete out of Stevensville, Michigan. I know his family and friends and former teammates there are very proud. Out of Lakeshore High School, civil engineering major, two-time All-MIAA selection, second team as a junior, as a sophomore. And like I said, uh, Hope College, 26 in the NCAA D3 rushing rankings, a lead MIAA play after three games at 222.3 a game. Dylan, appreciate the conversation. My best to you on and off the field. Thank you. Joining us here on the huge show across Michigan, uh, Terrell Harris. He's a fifth-year receiver and punt returner uh, for Hope. He's out of Whitehall, Michigan, just north of Muskegon. He's an education uh, major. Uh, He broke a 64-year-old Hope record with a 90-yard punt return for a touchdown against Loris. Was named the D3Football.com Team of the Week or on the team of the week on September 12th, named MIAA Special Teams Athlete of the Week on September 11th, two-time All-MIAA Selection for Hope, first team in 2021, second team in 2022, and 2023 is a new season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hope is 2-1 and one right now, uh, hung on. Uh, for a great win last week against Mount St. Joseph of Ohio. Uh, lost their opener to nationally ranked Aurora University. And Terrell Harris uh, joins us, fifth-year guy. You're not like the guy I saw from Miami that's applying for his ninth year. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> you're doing, no. You're, you're, trying to get me to come back for six. I'm is he really? Like, oh, no. <laughs> I still got that COVID year because I came in injured. Oh, the so COVID ACL, year, right? And then I still have the COVID year, so I still have another year after this year if I want to take it. I think Ferris has a guy's uh, 
uh, one of the guys on eight or seven or eight. I can't. Uh, the, how about that dude? Though I saw the story today, uh, applying for a ninth year. You literally—that's insane. You could have like three kids that's and be insane. married. You, you could have a nine-year-old. All right, if you had a, a baby out of high school with a, that's you know, your wow. girlfriend or wife, or you got married young, you could be going to watch your kid play youth football. <laughs> I mean, my nine years—that's that, phenomenal. What's it been like your five years here at Hope? Oh, it's been amazing, man. I've met so many people. I've learned so many things on this football team. I've grown so much as a person just being a part of this program. So I'm just grateful for that, to be honest with you. But, yeah, honestly, just learned so many things from this team. And just this culture has shaped me as a man, I think in these last five years, and that's just probably the most important thing for me you know, leaving here. You didn't so. mention, you know, I, I mentioned some of your football accolades, <laughs> no. but you really talked about how the yeah. Hope College slash football experience has mm-hmm. made you a better person, yeah, for uh, sure. turned you into a man, mm-hmm. right? Prepared you for life. Yeah, for sure. But what's, what's the number one thing that when you came in here from White Hall and had a mm-hmm. great high school career, uh, over the five years, the one thing, whether it stirs, whether it's something connected to the educational process here at Hope, uh, what really gave you the foundation you think you'll carry with you the rest of your life? Probably just the overall team culture that I've learned here and just like being around these guys and everything I've learned from them. I've learned so many things from like guys here at Hope College. Like you never realize how like smart the people at this school are until you really sit down and have a conversation with some of these people. So like I just feel like some of those conversations that I've had with some important people from this team, like Ian Ramper said, I could sit down and have a conversation with that dude any day of the week. But like, yeah, that's probably the thing I'll take most, like take away from here most is probably conversations with people, not even just football wise, but just life yeah, that's awesome man that really is cool uh, terrell harris fifth year senior wide receiver punt returner they call him house harris uh, for hope college peter stirs with the coach said you're talking to house and i said you mean a big guy he goes no house harris one Housman? of the great uh, no house not houseman uh, field not, 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 not houseman field no, i the, meant like the person houseman no, the no i'm talking about the house yeah. take it there's take it to the house and he's big as a house right yeah man yeah you learning a lot from our conversation I am now. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah, we're, <laughs> I'm learning things right right now. Learning something every day. <laughs> Sit down with the people from Hope and the Huge Show. Anything with an H. Yeah, uh, White Hall. Let's do it. Uh, so this team this year, uh, you kind of feel uh, the one thing I've always noticed about Peter Sturzma going back to his days at East Grand Rapids, being around some of those teams, mm. that you can feel the culture the minute yeah. you walk through it. For sure, hundred percent. Right? Yeah. And what's it, what, what defines that culture? Uh, just, man, hard. Taking it one day at a time. I remember, like, last year, I feel like we were getting too ahead of ourselves. Like, we kind of won the conference championship before that, so we kind of expected it. And, like, we just had to, like, get back to our true selves and take it one day at a time. Like, work hard. Like, we say this thing, but stack in each play. Like, every day, stack a play and just get better. So, like, part of our culture is just getting better daily, 1% better. So, that's what we do. We work hard in the weight room, classroom. You know, outside the classroom, walking around campus, I mean, you know a Hope College football player when you see one, to be honest with you. Yeah, be true. That's what Peter uses, right? Yeah. Kind of, and it's not just, you know, be true to yourself on the field, but off the field. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) yeah, honestly, there's just so much to being in this program. There's just so much to say, honestly. Like, I've learned so many new things, man. Like, coming out of high school, I feel like you're just so, like, you know, you know you're the best, like. It's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> but like, like, I feel like you, you don't quite know what you're playing for yet. 
coming out of high school, but coming to a program like this, you like you just learn what you're playing for. Like you find your why, and here I feel like I've found my why. Why that's I'm awesome. Football. Find your why. So I hope too bad they didn't have a why in the school name. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be something for Kentucky, for, for like yeah. you know, uh, or honestly, Wyoming, right? Yeah. You know, find so, your why. Yeah, hey, you need no, to get honestly, in the market, man. I should. All right. So before I let you go, what are you gonna do uh, when you're done playing? Whether you you get that six year that you mentioned, Sturzman yeah. might be talking about. You are a fifth year senior education major. So yeah, sure. is that down the path of being a teacher and coach? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I can't I can't leave the game even if I don't come back for a sixth year, which I I'm not I'm not sure about at all. The one thing I want to do is stay around the sport, no matter if it's coaching or you know helping out somewhere. I'd love to still be in the sport. Um, I mean, I've just grown to have a lot of knowledge about the sport, and I, I just love it. I don't think I could stay away from it, even if I tried, to be honest with you. So. All right, man. Well, Terrell Harris, uh, I love your energy, man. I can feel I can feel the culture. Uh, man, uh, he found his why at Hope. Can we change it to Hopi College? <laughs> With the I, mean, and, uh, I like that, man. Well, 2-1. and one, uh, The win last week was big for the team with Mount mm-hmm. St. Joseph and holding on there when they were driving yep. uh, down at the 10 uh, late in the game. Uh, so, and then you beat Loris College where you had the 90-yard punt return, thus the name uh, House Harris. Yep, uh, there I you guess go. So. Yeah, well, good luck uh, in school, on the field, Appreciate rest you. of the year, man. And Appreciate it. So, so good to talk Appreciate with you, man. Yeah, you, man. Terrell Harris uh, joining us here on the Huge Show as her live from the Jim Herringa Athletic Center uh, in the end zone on the campus of Hope College. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Go bowling for bucks to win premium play prizes that are right up your alley. Drawings are every Friday in September from 7 to 11 p.m. And one lucky winner every hour strikes up to $3,000 premium play. Roll the ball and hit your lucky strike with bowling for bucks. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Join Van Andel Institute Purple Community for the Be Brave 5K Walk and Run in Caledonia on October 7th at 8 a.m. You can participate in a day of fun and exercise all while supporting breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. Fuel up for less with m Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. Huge here for the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now we're back with another week of football, and DraftKings is keeping us in on all the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away with an instant winner. Just use that code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Also, DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code HUGE. New customers then can bet $5 to get 200 
100 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And that's also only when you use code HUGE when you sign up. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Time for another True and Blues segment on the HUGE show. Each and every week we get together with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police and we talk about the incredible stories behind the brave men and women who serve and protect all across this state on a daily basis. And today, Steve Lautner, a police officer with the city of Saginaw, uh, joins us on True and Blue. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. All right, Steve, so how long have you been in law enforcement, and, and what was the moment where you felt a calling to serve and protect? Oh, thanks for the question. Thanks for the question. Um, I've been in law enforcement about 18 years. I started my law enforcement career in Marlette, Michigan, and uh, the last 15 of it have been with the city of Saginaw. And um, I get asked that question all the time, so I'm glad you asked it. Um, everybody asks, what made you decide to be the police? And to be honest, I never really decided. My father was a police officer, and it was just kind of something I was going to do. And, boy, I'm glad I did. Uh, biggest reward, and I'm not talking money, financial, uh, even uh, any medal you got, but just on a daily basis for you, Steve, what is the reward in terms of being a police officer in the state of Michigan? Uh, truly help helping people out um, when they're appreciative of your services and you definitely can tell you change their lives and help them out. You can't put a price on that. And that's uh, that's the biggest reward for me. Steve Laudner is a police officer with the city of Saginaw joining us on another edition of True and Blue presented each week by the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. Uh, you have an idea for education uh, for civilians on how to interact with police. It's a great idea. Uh, what's the perfect plan for maybe the city of Saginaw or any police department across Michigan to do it to help people understand how to interact with their local police officers? Certainly, I think there's uh, Citizen Police Academies, but I really think it starts in the home, and that's with education of um, what the police are and what our objectives are. Um, and staying current with the changes in law enforcement. Um, I don't know if that completely answers the question for you, but. So off that question, Steve, uh, you also think law enforcement officers should be better trained on how to interact with citizens they serve. What's your idea for that to be implemented? Sure, it's a, I would say adjusting to different cultures of the community you serve. Um, and just trying to provide the best services. Um, I think staying current with the climate of your community as well as police department is uh, ever-changing and evolving. Um, and we need to establish trust through different programs, whether it's 
community policing or just getting out and spending time with the community so that they know what we do and um, we know how they are and what they do. Steve Laudner, he is with uh, the city of Saginaw, police officer, uh, putting his life on the line every day, serving and protecting uh, the streets of Saginaw. Joining us on another edition of True and Blue that happens on the HUGE show statewide each and every week with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. Do you have a favorite story uh, that, you know, you think about every once in a while that will bring a smile to your face where you were able to help uh, somebody in Saginaw during uh, your law enforcement career where you went home and you felt really good about what you did that day. Yeah, I have multiple, but one that pops up into my head actually is um, I was on regular patrol and saw some kids playing basketball in the street and uh, I stopped and played basketball with them. And believe it or not, every year I go back there, they're kind of grown up now, but their basketball hoops still out there. And, you know, they know me on a first-name basis. I know them. And uh, just taking time for five minutes to interact with your community, just playing basketball. I sort of invited myself the first time, and whenever I drive through there and they're out there, I stop and say hello or um, just spend a little bit of time with them and conversate. Steve Laudner, uh, the man wakes up every morning when he's going to work, uh, serving and protecting the people of Saginaw. They're lucky to have uh, men and women like Steve in that police department. Steve, I thank you for your time. I thank you for your service. And we appreciate you uh, joining us here on the HUGE show across Michigan. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate what you're doing. Yeah, back at you, Steve Laudner, checking in on True and Blue, which is presented each week by the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. If you're looking for a career in law enforcement, when we began our conversations to start the year, over 4,000 openings uh, were there in Michigan. And now that number has gone down, but law enforcement agencies are still looking uh, for support personnel, officers, and more. All you have to do is go to your uh, local police department, fill out an application, check the local websites for your county and also state of Michigan websites if you're interested in a career with the Michigan State Police. Big. Bad. Huge.